like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... I love it when Chad counts us in. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's good to be here. And it's good to be on the show for once. Yeah, Chad is much nicer than Engineer Bob is. Yeah, Chad definitely has. I don't think that's true. He seems like a good dude. Like a nice dude. Like the nicest dude. I mean, to you. Maybe you don't appreciate him very much. (laughs) I Well, that's definitely not true. No, we appreciate Engineer Bob a lot. I think he doesn't appreciate us enough. (laughs) I wonder why you would get on your podcast and lie to your listeners like that. It's just so strange. (laughs) This feels like a fake news sort of a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's not. Trust us. Um, no, but in happy news because in everything happy, not is in bad. Fake news, not yes. in fake news, but in happy. But news. in happy news and and in news that just doesn't make you want to die. Yeah, um, which there's a lot of that right now, guys. Oh, also, yeah. Uh, out there. It's thick on the ground. Very thick also, on the ground. Also, if you're in America and you're listening to this the day that it drops and you have not yet voted, vote go vote tomorrow. tomorrow for fuck's sake. Go vote tomorrow, please. Just go maybe vote. vote. Maybe vote for someone who's not a racist. Yeah, let's vote you for know, the not but just racist. vote. Anyway, if you're not in America or if you're listening to this later, don't matter. Don't matter. Just know that we, we want you to vote. Vote or yeah. just know we want you to. Wherever you live, vote for the thing that you can vote for. Yeah. There you go. Let your voice be heard. Yes. And, and then when you're done with that, seize the means of production. And then you can vote for how you oh, want your they company they heard run. you. They're coming for you. I hear them coming for yeah. you. They heard, they heard Engineer Bob, yep. who's now back on the podcast, <laughs> talk about seizing the means of production. No. <laughs> speaking of The seizing, police came and took Chad the socialist away. <laughs> Chad the socialist is gone. I just want everyone to be treated fairly. <laughs> I just feel like everyone should have access to healthcare. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like that's super controversial. I don't think there should be billionaires in the world. Um, no. No. So in seizing means of production in a weird way, there is a woman in Georgia. There are probably many women in Georgia. There is a woman in Georgia. All there right. That's been the show. That's Thanks the for the news. She seized the means of female production in Georgia. No. She's, she's having babies. She's, yeah, she is. She's out here cranking out a billion babies, a baby babies. a day, all year. Yep. No, so she is a food writer, food blogger, food critic, some food She's a foodsman. Thing. She's a foodswoman. Foodswoman. And, you know, obviously with the pandemic and everything being shut down, her job has kind of gone away. She yeah, hard go. to review restaurants when restaurants aren't open. Aren't open. And so she, she is. Th- she should review Instacarts and, and uh. Yelp oh, like, and Yelp Grub, Grub Grubhubs Hub. and and yeah. <laughs> she should review. She Post should me. review individual Instacart delivery it's people. Like, yeah. Be like, Beverly got me shitty bananas. Don't fuck with Beverly. Yeah, I actually feel like that's a good idea because you can sit there and go, okay, this one took a while to get to me, but the food still tasted good after sitting in some yeah. asshole's car for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Right. Where's that's valuable Gerald- information. Whereas Gerald stole one of my fucking chicky nuggies. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see a man delivering your food named Gerald, one, get my nuggies back. Two, don't tip him. (laughs) Seize the means of the nuggies. Yes. So anyway, she was kind of, you know, sad and depressed, but was kind of keeping it in. And I think one of her family members noticed that she wasn't doing so good. And they're like, well, you need to maybe kind of be creative and see what you can do to kind of outlet 
you know, get your creative juices flowing, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. So she noticed a tiny little adorable chipmunk that would come to her door and, and take adorable. nuts every day. So she's like, I has an idea. So she built the chipmunk a little teeny tiny it's the picnic tiniest table. little picnic table. And she sets it every day and she makes him every day chipmunk sized food that looks like other food. So she made him tacos. <laughs> she made him spaghetti. Spaghetti. Like spaghetti. Like there is a little tiny gingham checkered tablecloth uh-huh. on this table. There's a little tiny potted plant next, next to the to table. Him. Yep. And and he comes and he sits at the table. He sits on the bench and he eats he's from the table. Like a little gentleman. He's a little chipmunk gentleman. Yeah. And well, it's he's the not a goddamn animal thing ever. And it and it made Tuna like giggle with delight. Oh my god, she made him the tiniest little spaghetti in the tiniest little pan. She had the teeniest tiny little pan. And then she and stuck she like little, little baguettes. Like, she put on her little stove top and she stirred it. <laughs> and then she sticks little breadsticks in the bowl. And oh, oh my god, my very gosh. little brings me joy. But tiny chipmunk food, man. Yeah, tiny chipmunks and them eating it very gleefully. Oh yeah, he just shoves everything in his fucking mouth. We he obviously likes it. Five stars. Yeah, five stars. They love up. They love to put things in those cheeks. You do. Those Who cheeks doesn't? are adorable. Hell yeah. Just chub those cheeks. Yeah. I know, full, just full, full of sausage s- in the cheeks. Full of spaghetti and baguette. A spooky. Full of the get. Full of big get. So many pizza hands from a little chit the monkey man. <laughs> and that's like, let's read you like pizza fingies. I know you gotta do like pizza, tiny pizza paws. <laughs> the biggest of pizza paws. You know he does it. He'll eat it and just be like, mm, mm, mm. Spaghetti. With his tiny little I, paws. I feel like he shoves everything in his mouth. He goes back to his little hole that he lives in in a tree where he's got his little barca lounger and his little chipmunk Netflix he's watching. Right, right. And he just sits there and he burps spaghetti for the rest of the day. And he's like, I wonder what that weird woman is going to make me tomorrow. Yeah. And you know he waits for her because she like gets out there every morning. It's on her front porch. She sets the table. And then she like closes the door. And the second she closes the door, that little chipmunk comes just like brrrr zooms over from wherever so you know he's watching from afar he that well of course and he's like that blonde woman is made me food i'm gonna go eat food now i'm surprised no other chipmunks have like caught hip to this jive and joined in on like family style she's gonna have a full chipmunk cafeteria pretty soon it's gonna be dangerous uh, out there you don't know because this chipmunk could just be pecking chipmunk heat and be like threatening people be like no yeah my turf Maybe he's already killed all the other. It's like yeah. Highlander. There could yeah. be only one chipmunk. I was right? going to say, what, uh, a chip, what is a chipmunk him. cafeteria other than a cafeteria for coyotes and other things that eat chipmunks? Right? Yeah. Georgia don't need that. No. They don't need coyotes walking through. I mean, through. ultimately, her front her front yard is just going to become a slaughterhouse for yeah, all the different animals need, of Georgia. We don't need oh that. Oh, my God. She starts making a little meal for her coyotes. She builds a slightly larger picnic table. The coyote <laughs> sits at it. Eats she the feeds, chipmunk. Eats the chipmunk that's on the, the, on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that spaghetti flavor really lingers. Yeah. And then you have, like, a fucking grizzly bear. And then who she sets, eats the coyote. Who eats the coyote. Who eats the, it's oh, a, oh, and, and then she... And then she eats the grizzly bear. And then she'll shoot and kill the grizzly bear. Now Hell it is yeah. a, it's a circle of life. <laughs> I did read on Twitter that it is a federal crime to kill a grizzly bear in self-defense and not report it as such within five days. But if you kill a grizzly bear for fun, nobody gives a shit. Yep. 
<laughs> but if you kill one in self-defense, by law, you have to self-report that you killed a grizzly bear in self-defense a couple days Wait, ago. Wait, but if you kill it for fun, you don't have to tell anyone ever? It might be a I different law. I think it actually law. might be illegal to just kill I think kill it's them. a different law. So I think it's probably... Part A of that law is don't kill a grizzly bear, but part B of that law is like, if you kill if it's one coming in self at you, defense, you can do it, but you got to let them but know. But then you got to tell the government, hey, okay, it's hey, coming I right killed- for us, which is that South Park joke from 25 years ago <gasps> where they're like, it's coming right for us. And then it just murders, lays it with bullets. Yeah. You died. Yeah. But and uh, he still tastes faintly of spaghetti. Yeah. And, and speaking of spaghetti. Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we also taste vaguely of spaghetti. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Take a bite. Take I, a bite of your I, favorite show host. I literally made spaghetti and homemade meatballs last night for dinner. So you do taste like I spaghetti. do taste vaguely of spaghetti right now. We do too. We had pizza last night. That's like bread spaghetti oh my gosh spaghetti just, on a plate it's, it's all the same ingredients ultimately yeah, we're all just marinated in oregano yep basil and oregano those oh, are my cheese who <laughs> so sadly anyway. our stories this week probably do not involve grizzly bears no nor do they involve spaghetti definitely not spaghetti we're a maybe little some fa- haggis maybe some haggis or some scotch eggs oh some scotch eggs maybe some scotch maybe some scotch. hell yeah that's yeah, that scotch egg content scotch. everyone comes to this show for let's go <laughs> mm. like, delicious yeah who doesn't <laughs> want sheep stomach mm. i guess uh if you haven't figured it out now this week we're doing haunted scotland we're doing scotland i know i did scotland last week so this was just like a little continuation of scotland for part me part b part b well no and the reason you that just we're tell doing... the same story again no, i wouldn't I know, know. <laughs> it's true <laughs> Uh, no, and the reason we're doing... I'm like, okay, let me flip backwards in my notes. Yeah. There's this castle in Pebbleshire. Oh, Tushy Law. Tushy Law. <laughs> oh, that's right. Butt Law. You win. Yeah, the underlaird of Tushy Law. So anyway, the reason that we're doing Scotland is because of our beer this week. Yeah, so our beer, we're back on we're back on craft beer. Yes. We are not sourcing local anymore. We went no. to a bigger, just craft beer distributor. We picked a bunch of fun ones yes. from all over yes. with a bunch of fun names and flavors. Yeah, get ready for- I picked some really weird ones, guys. I'm excited to see what we do for Wave of Mutilation. Oh, I know what we're going to do for that one. I oh. knew when I picked it. All right, it. all right. But anyway, so back to plaid. Uh, this beer uh, is called Plaid Pajamas. Uh, yeah, and- it, it's a spiced winter warmer, which is an amber lager with nutmeg and allspice. Yeah. So we thought. So we went plaid. plaid. Scotland. Scotland. Obviously. Duh. This feels a little racist. No. Okay. Talk to the Scots. Yeah, they were plaid. I'm a, I'm a, I'll allow it because I already wrote my story. So. Yeah, me too. So meh, meh. Anyway. Yeah, so we'll tuna. allow it. Okay. So Tuna, tell us about more about Scotland. All right, I picked I'm, another castle. Ooh, okay, good. Because Scotland is lousy with, with castles. castles. Yeah, they are. Uh, so I'm going to tell you the story of Codder Castle. Codger Castle? Yep. Codor, C-A-W-D-O-R. Oh. Oh, okay. Codger. Which in, throughout the course of its history is spelled three different ways, but it's all pronounced Codder. Okay. It's like sometimes it's C-A-U-D-L-E-R. Nope, that's and not sometimes Cotter. there's another, but no, it's all pronounced Cotter. Well, dear Scottish people, learn to spell. Yeah, these people I don't got f- problems. They, 
Yeah, they like alter it, like grows and changes over time. But the name of the castle is Cotter Castle. Okay, okay. Uh, so I learned, as, as is so helpful for us from Wikipedia, Wikipedia, that Cotter Castle is set in the parish of Cotter in the Narnshire. Yep, yep, in the Nadshire. In the Nardshire. Sure. Yep. Sure. Uh, I also learned that the castle is listed as a quote category A listed building. Well, what that means? class A no, but it's, it's a class A castle. It's a class A building. It's a class A building. Class what does that a. mean? What does that mean? Dead Debbie lives there. It, mm. it's like it's like their version of a historical building, but they call them category A listed buildings. Okay. Whoa. It's not ruined it's, or whatever the last one they was. They have a, no, there's no, a no. roof. <laughs> okay. Category rubble. No. <laughs> Uh, no, and I also learned that the gardens are included in the quote, inventory of gardens and designed landscapes, which was described as a listing of all significant gardens. Wow. You, <laughs> there is somebody who's like, you know what? I'm a garden I'm pile. I'm on the British Garden Bureau and I'm here to make note of all significant <laughs> gardens. I like this is a rather lovely garden, but is it significant? <laughs> I don't think this one's significant enough. No. Oh, oh, daisies and roses. How you think boring. this is a significant road? What, it is not what a are the social implications of this garden? Yeah. It, why don't you come back when you have a lovely stone path? <laughs> uh, so the uh, Cotter Castle is run by the Thane of Cotter. Ooh, the Thane of Winterhell? Yeah, it's spelled... So they used to be Thanes, which I was just like, so cool. yes, I'm the Thane of Winterhell. Yeah. Um... Which now they're earls. That's oh. like Thane has become an earl. It's basically okay. like a baron. It's sure. like the British equivalent. Yeah. But they used to be fucking Thanes. I didn't know that was a real thing. That's awesome. Um, so it's run by the Skyrim Thane of Cotter. Yeah. Again, spelled differently. And the Thane of Cotter is, quote, the uh, hereditary constable of the area of Narn. So he... F- he, he lives in Narnia? Yes. N- All yeah, right. He's the, he's the hereditary constable. Of Narnia. He fucked Narnia. Aslan. Narnia. Hell and yeah. That's why he's that guy there. got yeah. to have sex with a lion. He's mm-hmm. a genetic sheriff from Narnia. That's what I've learned. That's what it is. Narnia's sheriff. Yeah. yeah. With a rather significant garden. With a significant yeah. garden and a pension for bestiality. That's right. Come on down <laughs> to Narnia. Sam Elliott. <laughs> yep. So the first castle was built in Because that's what they don't tell you about Mr. Tumnus. Lion legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, uh, good. Good sidebar there. Because the original castle was built in 1179 by William the Lion. So many lions. Pretty much all named John or William. Yes. Because they are so good at naming things. It's like Bob's family. Real good at naming things. All Bob's and Dave's. It's same, it's just a lot of John's and Williams. Okay. So William the Lion built the first castle, but he apparently built a pretty shitty castle that was in land, quote, exceptionally marshy. Oops. It sank. Yeah, he just it built it. That one burned he, down, fell over, and then sank into the swamp. Yeah, he like built his castle on quicksand. I think they were like, Is right? "Sir, isn't this land a little squidgy?" And he's like, hey. "Shut up, I'm in charge." <laughs> there was some yep. story I was reading that was basically like the family went away on holiday one year, and they came back and like couldn't find the castle. Uh, <laughs> I think it just sunk. It, the, they they can't find ruins. Like they don't know where this original castle went. The I land think it took it back. Off back to Narnia. Yeah. Narnia ate it. Came up. Well, they, you should that not. Down. You should not have built this castle over a wardrobe with the doors open. It sucked right into Narnia. They put it. It just sucked the the wardrobe inside the castle. Just sucked it all up into itself. Oh, hell yeah. We did uh, find so a very then, peculiar wardrobe in the middle of the marsh. We chose so to ignore they, it. And then a very horny line came out of it. 
<laughs> so then they were like, then then the current thane of of what Winterfell yeah. was like, uh, I'm gonna build a new castle in a probably less marshy area. Smart, we built smart. a whole castle in a shitty place. So it was like, okay, my family apparently bad at choosing locations for castles. I'm gonna get the gods involved. Oh, because they know where I should build my castle. Sure, yep. They so do. there's this legend that he took a donkey. Yep. He like preyed on it apparently, and this is what the I'm sure dr- donkey Celtic came gods to life. Told him to do was yelling at Shrek, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, dumb donkey!" Yeah. Um. So he loaded the donkey up with paneers filled with gold. Okay. Um. Which is basically like a saddlebag. Okay. 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 So he loaded the donkey up with paneers filled with gold, and he set the donkey out to wander on his land. Okay. To find the right place to build his castle. Sure. He's like a donkey divining rod. Yeah. For no. This no. Guy. The DDR. So the so the yeah. So this DDR walked immediately to the biggest fucking tree in the area, laid down, took a nap underneath it. <laughs> yes, because he's a donkey. Yeah, and you put a shit ton of gold in his he's in his nap sack. He's t- plus he doesn't wanna. He's like, I'm free, cool nap time. Yes, I'm a nap in the shade. It's this, not marshy here. This is heavy. I'm sleepies. Yeah. I won't sink. This is a great plan. So the donkey fucks over to this tree and then they go to get the donkey and they're like, oh my gosh, this is a holly tree. And holly trees are apparently like sacred within the ancient Celtic religion. Okay. So they were like, this is it. This is the gods being like, build your fucking house here. So then they built the house exactly on that spot. They built it around the tree. Oh. And and the remnants of this tree can still be seen in like the lower basement levels of the castle. Oh, damn. It's still there. That's Mm. cool. Uh, less cool is that so they think they built the castle around 1370 and then pretty recently they were dating the tree to be like when did this tree die they think it died about 1372 probably from lack of sunlight because they put it in a fucking castle they were like we're we're blessed we're blessed (laughs) by this tree sacred tree oh this beautiful tree it means so much to our peoples oh it's dead (laughs) oh i've killed it oh well they literally built a whole castle around it so it didn't get any sunlight and it died it's like at uh medici they have like an olive tree in the middle of the restaurant but it's in the middle of the restaurant so it gets no natural sunlight so shocker it's always dead yeah they um they like they still have it. It's like a little bit of a petrified room in there, but the trunk is still there. Right. And they they also call it the Hawthorne Room, even though it's a holly tree. And I was like, I'm not an arborist, but I'm fairly certain those are different trees. Yeah. If I were a member of the significant garden club, I'd be like misnamed, misnamed. Please. Ha- is a holly tree and a hawthorn tree the same thing? No, we don't I, know. Th- Guess otherwise, who's they'd have the now. same name. Anyway, yeah. so, Bob's gonna uh, find so, out. So they think this castle, this version of the castle, was started, built around 1370. Um, the castle and its related holdings grew over the years. Like, there was, it's Scotland. Britain's always trying to take it over. Scotland's always trying not to be taken over. There's a shit ton of wars. But it stays in the Cotter family for a long time. And they do well at the wars. So then they get more land, more holdings. They make the castle bigger, bigger and better. I'm sure kill more trees in the process. Sure. Um, and more donkeys. Then the the holdings grew considerably in 1510 because the last remaining of the like Cotter line was a little girl named Muriel Cotter, and she gets a like a little bit kidnapped and married off to the Campbell family, which I oh, think I might end up doing a whole Patreon on because man, really, that's a fucking story. Okay, mm. all right, I'm anyway, here for it. But so she gets married off to the Campbell family, which is like another huge family, and okay. so then they combine the holdings, and now it's a much bigger 
castle, much bigger lands that they all control. Gotcha. Um, and the Campbell family owns the land to this day. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, and they still kind of live there. We're going to get to it. Uh, So as you can imagine, as it has rather significant gardens. Yeah, there are such significant gardens. The gardens are pretty, uh, like, expansive and... um, the very popular with tourists. The, it is a private residence, but you can go visit it as a historical location. Okay. Um, so they have a walled garden Ooh. built in the 1600s. Nice. They have a flower garden built in the 1700s. Okay. okay. And a wild garden built in 1961. Oh, wow. The wild garden is just kind of like, we didn't do anything. We just let it do what it, it was going to do. It was the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, man. It was the 60s. Hey, it's a it's a free love garden. Yeah, man, love, let, yeah. The, let the garden be, man. Be. Let it live. Let no. them just cross-pollinate, man. It's fine. It's totally uh, fine. Fruits are generally slightly toxic to humans and can <laughs> cause vomiting and diarrhea when ingested. Uh, oh, I think I, the, the Hawthorne... Yes, the Hawthorne and Holly is uh, the same thing. Okay, so maybe the name of the room is fine. But I was like, those seem like different... Those are different names. Yes, those are different names. They are different names. Same tree. Well, then just pick one name. Stick with it. Jesus Christ. They refuse. Why would you do that? That's just stupid. Stupid Scottish person. Um, So they also have, in addition to gardens, they have an area in the back that's just wooded that they call the, quote, big wood. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you going? I'm going to big wood. I'm going to the big wood. And the big wood has over a hundred species of lichen. Oh, oh, great. Of lichen? Lichen. Yes, in case oh, you were a lichenist. Those are such big wood yeah. lichen. Now now the fucking British Garden Commission's getting a hard on. Like, oh, my God, the lichens. This is oh, absolutely lichen. a significant garden. Oh, skeet, skeet. <laughs> yes. British skeet. That's actually how you help um, lichen grow. <laughs> you jizz on them? It's yes. the best fertilizer. You know, yeah. lichen, look it up. Okay. That's why your garden um, looks like shit and it's not in my listing. Because you're not jizzing all you're over. You're not jizzing all over your plant. Like a proper <laughs> British gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an earl. <laughs> um, so if the name Thane of Cawdor sounds familiar to you. Is it in Skyrim? It is not in Skyrim. It is, however, in probably the most famous Scottish play of all time, Macbeth. Macbeth. Oh, you said the name. You're cursed forever. Yes, you've cursed well, the podcast. I'm not... I'm not currently on... I guess I am kind of on a show, but I was like, I'm not doing a stage production, so I think it's fine. Okay. I'll call it the Scottish play from now on. Okay. So it's in the Scottish play, uh, which brings in a lot of tourists because they're like, this is the location for Macbeth. Oh, Here's okay. the thing, though. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so in so Macbeth is... But there was a King Macbeth historically within Scotland's history. That mm-hmm. is a true thing. Mm-hmm. The story that Shakespeare wrote is not the story of Macbeth. It was a makeup. Nor, nor is it really. It's based on a bunch of other legends, kind of all coupled together. Mm. Okay. Um, but in the in the play, a, a little brief refresher about the plot of the Scottish play for you. So Macbeth is a big fancy war dude, and he's a thane of something. Right. I forget. Was the thane of? Macbeth. Oh, who cares? Glimmis. So he's a thane of something. And then one night he goes to sleepy times and he has a dream and three witches come to him in his dream <laughs> and they tell him, here's what's going to happen. You're going to become thane of Cawdor. Then from there, you're going to become the king of Scotland and you're going to have like a great career. Yes. And so he wakes up and he's like, oh, what a weird dream. And then he goes off to battle and in battle, he kills the existing thane of Cawdor. Yep. And mm-hmm. then as a reward is given his land, his titles. Yes. So then he becomes 
becomes the Thane of Cawdor. And he's like, oh shit, the fucking witch dream was right. You know what I should do? I should help this prophecy along and I should kill King, King. Duncan. Yeah, yeah, of course. And become the king. And that is the plot of Macbeth. And, and then, he kills him and his mom can't get the spot out and it's a whole big thing. Yep. And then at the, in the last act as he just sits in the throne in the castle as it slowly sinks into the swamp. Yes, yeah. that's actually the... Breathing third. poisoned Hawthorne air. Yes, every time. It's kind yes. of a boring act, but you do get to watch him sink into the stage. That's okay. So the play is actually not set at the, even though like he gets the castle at the beginning of the play, that's sort of the incident, the impetus for the start of the play. Um, he gets, but the but the play takes place at the castle of Inverness, oh. which is like 10 miles away. So yeah. it's like a whole different castle. Um, the actual Macbeth was never a Thane of Cawdor because the actual Macbeth lived in like 1009 to 1057. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was 300 years before, before Cawdor or the castle ever existed. So wait, you mean to tell me that Shakespeare, a playwright, Not a did great make-em-ups? He did a make-em-ups. He did make-up whatever course, he wanted. He, he added all the witch stuff because he was writing for King James the first slash fifth. Six. Six. The fucking King James uh, who, was who, horny who, for witches. Who, he was horny for witches. He loved to kill witches. It was like his favorite hobby. It was so Shakespeare was like, I'm going to write this cool Scottish play because you're Scottish yep. and it's going to have evil witches in it because you fucking love Hate. to murder witches. Yeah. And so James just then, had a heart on the entire play. Yeah, and then the he end did. of the play, just, at the end of the play, he, he killed the witches. It, it was great. He, it was great fun for all the all the plebs. It was great. And then the and then the king got so big and hard that he just jizzed all over, and that's why it's a significant garden. Yeah. That, you can't you can't spit without hitting lichen in that town. Yep. You can't do it. Uh, so anyway, so lots of people go to like, oh, it's the Macbeth Castle, but it's not actually. And there is a castle at Inverness that still exists to this day. Go to that so one. Like, Shit. Go to that one instead. Um, so as I said, it is currently the private residence. It's still in the Campbell family, but not without a little bit of drama. Oh, oh. Uh, so currently it is the private residence of the Dowager Duchess Lady Angelique Cador. Sure. Yep. That sounds like a fancy she, title. And you, well, she's a uh, Czechoslovakian. Oh, fuck. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It said, it said something of like, she was like first lady of Bohemia or something. And oh, I was like, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? And I was like, she's from Czechoslovakia and her parents fled during the revolution. Oh. It means she wears a lot of flowing clothes and sandals <laughs> and has dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, so he, so the, uh, the old Thane, the, they're now Earl. So the old Earl of Cawdor was married to a, a proper Scottish woman, had three sons, then his wife died. Oh, okay. Then he married this hot Czechoslovakian chick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eastern Europe. Yeah, and then they were married for like, I don't know, 25, 30 years or something. Oh, wow. And then he, and then the the Earl died. And as as he as normal uh like British law would have it, it would pass down to his oldest son. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he, in the will, left the castle to his second wife. Fuck yeah. Oh, cool. And his sons were like, Pissed. but what I the bet- fuck? Like, yep. I'm the Earl of Cador. Doesn't matter. And I now cannot live in the Cador castle. Not until this Because you left dies. it to my fucking stepmom. Yeah. So he... So well, you gotta old, be, you should have so, been nice to your stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. So this was in 1993 that the last Earl died. So then thought of that two- every time you said you're not my real mom. <laughs> Yeah. So then in 2001 and and the lady Angelica is like opened it up to being a bit of a tourist location, letting other people come in. And it has a lot of great historical relevance. I understand why she did it. Yeah. It's, it's like got a not significant her ancestral. Garden. It's also not her ancestral home, you yeah. know? Mm hmm. 
Um, so then in 2001, after a very busy tourist season, she shut the, the place down and went on vacation for like two months to America. And she came home to find her stepson had not only moved in, moved his whole family in. Oh, my God. And like re-enrolled the kids in the local school and stuff. How and long then- was this fucking vacation yeah, like nice. a couple months okay um but then he wouldn't leave and she had squatters to sue rights. him squatters rights she had to sue to evict him and his children oh my god because he wouldn't leave oh my god so that was in 2001 2002 um oh he tried to come back in again and she was like no you cannot come into the house then in 2016 he sued to take ownership of the castle he lost yeah and then in August of 2020, oh okay, they were back in court again because Lady Ange- Ange- yeah, Angelica, yeah. Angelica wants to she wants to install a visitor center. So there's somewhere for visitors can go that's not in the house that's yeah. like off to the side. Mm-hmm. So she put in all the permits, had something done that like doesn't interfere with the landscape, doesn't fuck with the splendid gardens. Right? Sig- yeah, your garden significant still gardens significant. Um, but her son-in-law or her stepson was like, no, this is like ruining the home. So he sued to stop her from building it. And he again lost. This guy's got to know when to say when. Yeah. Like He won't. Every interview that he did was like, I'm not going to stop. Like, this is my home and I'm not oh going to stop till I get it. Here's the thing. And I'm like, here's the thing. She's going to will it to somebody He's else. He's never going to get it. She go will- fucking I hope- nothing. I know. I hope she wills it to like the county or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. she wills it back to the country, and he never fucking gets it. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. what he deserves it at this point. Like he moved his family in while she was on vacation. That's he like changed the locks. He enrolled, and then when his when they were kicked out, he like a bunch of photo ops of like him and his kids being like we're homeless now by the way he's not his wife is like the editor of scottish vogue like they're very so wealthy they're fucking fine they're fucking fine go move they're back little- to edinburgh and fuck off they live in like a very gorgeous house that's like five miles away like this guy he just man. wants he just wants the castle yeah i mean i get it it's got a significant garden yeah well it's and i get it garden. it's also a family thing it's a castle this garden is significant i don't have a castle but he should well, be nicer he- he like is the earl of whatever. It's just funny that like now his fucking stepmom's in the house and he's like, I'm not gonna stop fighting. And she's like, You've lost every time we've gone to court. Yeah. So There's fucking just, bring it, Sonny. The law is not on his side. He left and it to her. Yeah. He left it's it kinda, to her. It's kind of open and shut case her here. Thing. And I'm sure also, that's what every single court sees and goes, Fuck. Yeah, we don't no. need to take this to trial. You lose. You lose. Yeah. It's not your house. Fuck off. Plus, like the story of a badass dowager duchess Fuck is yeah. just that feels so good in my heart. Yeah, you think of like Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey. Yeah, <laughs> and especially because like she's not even Scottish. She's not even Scottish. <laughs> Man, love uh, it. So, so as you can imagine, yeah. not only is there a dowager duchess living in this castle, mm-hmm. there's also awesome ghosts. Oh hell yeah, delicious. So there's a couple ghosts, uh, but there's three main ones we're going to talk about. So the first one is actually the ghost of the original Thane, who is John Caldor, the first Lord of Caldor. Okay. So he's not the one who built a castle on quicksand. He's the one who said, this is magic donkey, donkey, holy tree. 
tree murder. Okay. He's sure. that guy. Okay. Donkey okay. tree murder. Um, so there apparently is a big picture of him in what is now the great hall of this castle. Now, when John built and lived in this castle, this great hall did not exist. Like it was a much smaller version of the castle that he lived in than what it is now. Now it is quite resplendent. Yeah. Um, but so apparently guests will see the ghost of, of John, first Lord of Kaldor, walking into the great hall, looking around confusedly, then finding the picture of himself and just staring up at it and then slowly disappearing. <laughs> They're like, well, who's, whose house is this? Uh, oh, oh, it's oh, my, oh, it's my oh, house. That's oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. Oh. 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 I, I you know, like he's sort of standing sort of in the same pose as the picture in the main yes. hall. Yeah. Being like, uh, who, who's, who's, you know, anybody know who's, po- oh, 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 that, oh, that's my, oh, that's oh. my portrait. Oh, my house. Oh, I like to think. I like to think it's like uh, writing a book and then standing next to it at Barnes and Noble. Like he just stands under the portrait and waits to be recognized. Yes. Yeah, like he's Absolutely. reading it in the in the aisle. Like, Have you read this oh, one? It's really good. Oh, is this? But I hear this one's pretty good. Sexy author. I've like, done that in comic book shops. True story. I have done that. In comic <laughs> that's <shop>. my girl. <laughs> <laughs> this comic's really good. Plus, the art's amazing. This artist, ugh, he looks good. Smells artist, great. Artist is okay. <laughs> He looks good, smells great. He smells great. Um, so yeah, so the so John Caldor, first Earl, uh, is is hanging out there still, and also uh, there's this uh, like a fabled story about this location. There's the story of the magic donkey and the holly tree. Yeah, sure. And then there's also this story. So at one point, one of the lords of Caldor had like just become lord. He'd like just inherited it from his father, or older brother or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, they're kind of at war with their like neighboring, like he's the chieftain of his tribe at this point. And there's like a neighboring chieftain, mm-hmm. which by the way, uh, about half the websites listed this from the 1400s, mm-hmm. this story. But then the other half lifted it from the 1900s. And I was like, I don't think so. I this this doesn't feel like a 1900s type story. I don't think yeah. there were there were warring chieftains in the nineteen hundred. No, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know. Welcome to Scotland, idiot. Over, That's what it's like around here. I know they're battling over building visitor centers, but <laughs> sure. that doesn't feel like warring yeah. Chieftain. Two chieftains, no. the lady chieftain and the dude chieftain, who's an asshole. <laughs> uh, um. So it's apologies point in the 14th to anybody century. who's hearing this goddamn Carl, Carl going yeah. off on here. Uh. So. So uh, this he's the new lord, and he's like nervous about all these neighbors he's having little bickers with, and he's got a daughter. Oh, does and he? And his daughter is out riding one day, and she lays her eyes on the hottest piece of Scottish ass that she's ever seen, and he, of course, is part of this neighboring tribe. It's the Hatfields mm, and the McCoys, man. Hell yeah. What are we going to do? And she's like, the I got to get and me. McCoys. Yeah, I got, I got the Mac McCoys. Mac McCoys? <laughs> the McCoys already have the fucking... Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> you have a stroke? Are you okay? <laughs> the Mac McCoys. He, he like short circuited. It's fine. <laughs> so a little glitch in the matrix. Fine. Uh, so anyway, so she is like, I got to get me some of this hot Scottish ass. And her dad's like, you cannot date someone from a neighboring tribe. Like I'm the chieftain of this tribe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so no, know lane. your role. Honey. Shut your Stay mouth. Shut your, your brony. And she's like, nah, dude. So she takes to at nighttime. Oh. She sneaky sneaks out and goes to see her sexy Scottish lover boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lover boy. Um, and eventually her dad finds out. And her dad is pissed. Yeah, I bet. 
and a dick. So her dad finds out, he grabs her, drags her upstairs to like the tower bedroom, Mm -hmm. and he beats the shit out of her. Cool. And then he locks her in the room, and he's like, you're going to stay in there until you stop sneaking out to go, like until you've learned not to go sneak out to Mm -hmm. like see the neighbor boy. All this did was make her horny as shit. For more scotty dick. ass. She was like, now I really got to get it. So she says, I don't fucking need this door. There's a window. So oh, she God. climbs out the window mm-hmm. and decides that I'm going to like, you know, scale along the side of the building. Smart. And I'm going to drop down. I'm going to go see my sexy Scottish This does not boy. sound smart. No problem. It's going to be great. Unfortunately, her dad is like in the front yard. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, and he's there. He's and just he watching her come her. down, shaking his head. Like, I knew you. He's, I knew you were going to do that. Get back inside. <laughs> Get back in the window. So he's like staring at her coming out of the window and he's like, fuck this bitch. So he goes back up inside. He unlocks the door and he goes to the window and she's still kind of, she's having trouble scaling yeah. the building. Dangling. Yeah, she's sure. basically just hanging on to the window. And he's like, you get back in this house and you like, you stop seeing that boy and you listen to me. And That's she's not what like, he said. No, you'll get back in this house. <laughs> <laughs> you'll stop seeing your Scottish lover boy. Yes. There's a lot of finger pointing. There is a lot of aggressive you finger pointing see. going on right now. It's making it very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, you get back in. And she's like, no, I will not get back into house. <laughs> 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 and he says, you'll never embrace that boy again. Ooh. And then he pulls out his sword. No, he doesn't. And he cuts off her hands. Oh! And she falls down and dies. Holy shit, dad. Thingy removal. And then life uh, removal. Uh, yeah, oh, then- yes, aggressive finger removal. <laughs> so Jeez. the ghost of this poor, horny Scottish girl poor haunts horrible. the castle to this day. And you know that it's her because she's pretty much always seen up in that tower room. With no hands. Her long uh, brown hair sort of almost windswept Her long handsless her. arms <laughs> dangling and, at her sides. And her long dress with sleeves that end before the lack of hands. Yeah. Oh. She's a handless ghost. Nice. I like it. Um, I mean, I like so I like that that's that's how the spooky ghost. I don't like that she had her hands cut off because she wanted to get some D. Like that's kind of I fucked know. up. <laughs> Just like that's out. a bit of an overreaction, Papa. Just a yeah. smidge. Like, don't you think that if maybe the two of them boned down, the war would, I don't know, end? Call me yeah. crazy. Call me crazy. No. That's not how it works. No. You're no, crazy. No, I, definitely not going to end war. But you know what might if I cut off my daughter's hands and kill that her? Might work. That might work. That just solves that problem right there. One less mouth. To um, so she's like kind of the most famous ghost. Uh, she's the most often seen. But there is one more ghost, and that is the ghost of Muriel. Uh, uh, oh, plotter. the little girl yeah, that got so, kidnapped. So the, the little girl that got kidnapped and married off to the Campbell family to like unite their big things. So she is also a ghost in the house and she apparently likes to hang out with the current Dowager Duchess that lives at the house. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. She's like, Dowager- hey, I know what it's like not being a member of this family. <laughs> yeah, so she apparently is like very uh, well known for wearing a long dark blue velvet dress. So people will see a ghost in a long dark blue velvet dress. Um, and she has shown up to tourists a couple times. She's shown up in security camera footage. They say that like she almost looks modern day because you oh. only ever really see her in profile and she just looks like she's in a long dress. Okay. But then she walks into areas of the house that are not open to the public. So they're like an alarm would go off if someone walked through that doorway. But the alarm's never
never go off because she's a fucking ghost. She's a ghost. She can go where she can go where I want. Yeah, but the so the Dowager Duchess is like, oh yeah, Muriel is here and she lives in the house and like you know First Lord John is here too and I don't see him as often as I see Muriel, but she was like, it's fine, like they're all very nice and like we all just live together and it's fine. Aw, hey, look, they keep each other company. I'm like, yeah, they she's drink nice scotch. to the ghosts. Great, she's just trying to let more people in her big fancy Macbeth house. Like, fuck your goddamn stepson. Uh, yeah, what a douche. Fuck that asshole. What a big dickhead. Dick. Um, anyway, so that is the story of Carter Castle. Yay. Yay. I liked it. In Nonshire. I like it. Well, and if you liked that bad Scottish accent. Wait until you hear the rest of these bad Scottish accents we're going to smack you in the face with. Get ready for part two after I yell at you in one second. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Here we go. Woo. -hoo. Hey, everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob. Guess what? I still got my hands. That's because I'm not boning people. I'm not supposed to. Hey, guess what? We need your reviews. Go to iTunes.com slash booze and ass and fuck it. I don't know. Just go on onto our page and leave a review. Five stars. Leave some nice words. That's what we need. We need words and stars. Mostly words, though. Also, go to Patreon.com slash booze and brews where you can support the show with your dollar bills. We've got audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches. It's a lot of fun for not a lot of money. Also, we have social media websites where you can come and talk to us. We have a Twitter at booze and brews. We have a Facebook at Bruce. we have an Instagram at Podcast. all right that's it for me now back to the show go for Scotland part two it's the I'm, second part of Scotland it's just it, Scotland part two I'm going to tell you I don't know what that's the not that's how they sound I am, I am Russian who have relocated to Scotland hello I am you have magical unicorns I am dowager duchess I'm from the Slovakia I'm from Czechoslovakia I am from Bohemia. I am from the former Republic of the Czechoslovakias. No. It is me, Podcast Mom. Hi. In case you were wondering. Hey, Podcast Mom. It's yeah. Podcast Mom, apparently, of the booze and ass and fuck it, I don't know podcast. podcast. Thank you, you Engineer Bob. That's going to be our sequel spinoff. Please. <laughs> booze and ass and fuck it, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, that three feels years. like a really accurate title. Uh-huh. You know, three years of doing Look, man, this show. I'm glad you know the name of I it. I know what the show is about. Okay. I know it probably better than you two do now. Why don't you tell us a story there, smartass? <laughs> I mean, you may know what the show is about, but do you know the title? I don't care. How about that? <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> fucking fair. matter. Doesn't matter. Fuck you. So, for Scotland Part 2, I'm going to tell you about the Skyle House. Skyle. Skyle. Skyles. So the Skyle House, located in the Orkney Islands of Scotland. So mm. if you can imagine. The Ork Islands? Orkney. This is where the orcs no. live. With their it's kneecaps. It's where the orcs get their knees. That's where they get their mm. kneecaps. Because uh, for, for, since the dawn of history, orcs have had no way to bend their legs. <laughs> Never. None. Now. But they go to the Orkney Islands where they get it. Um, the house was built as a simple manor home slash mansion for Bishop George Graham in 1620. Mm. Okay. Skyle, in case you are wondering, is actually not, it's not a Celtic word. No, no, no. Skyle is Old Norse for Hall because this area used to be Viking land. Oh, shit. Shit, yes. So Scottish Vikings, I think, is the most badass Viking. Yeah. Pretty, right. Yeah. Uh, yes. So they wear like skirts a, in the cold. Like a skirt on a boat. That's a power move. That is mm -hmm. a power move. With all it's that. windy and mm -hmm. chilly. It rains. Just got your haggis dangling down. Hell yeah. Your haggis is just dangling. Yeah. With your two scotch eggs on the side. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So the house overlooks the Bay of Skyle and sits very closely to the site of Scarabre. Scarabre. Mm-hmm. A Scarabre. Which is a stone-built Neolithic settlement that dates back to 3180 BC. Wow. Oh, shit. That's old. makes it older than Stonehenge and the Great Pyramids. There you go. It's fucking old. That's very old. Um, That's old as shit. It is. The seventh Laird of Skyle Hall was actually the person who discovered Scarabre. Um, there, so what the story goes in 1850, there was a really massive storm that hit the island mm-hmm. and it caused um, it, like the land to just sort of fall off of this rocky knoll sort of area. So oh, the okay. land just oh, had, a, had, a, had a mudslide. Yes. Yes. Okay. There was so like they, a huge they, mudslide. They lost part of the polar shelf. Just yes. fell, the Arctic shelf. It sure. just fell right off. It, exactly. It just kind of slid it, right off. It pushed up ocean levels, made the water saltier. I get it. It's totally. Yeah. It's that's how it happened science um so they went and kind of went to survey the damage because it was on the land that was owned by the laird of scotland or uh laird of skyle house so he went he looked and he was like oh that's weird what the hell is down there and you could see like the tippy tops of a couple houses Mm -hmm. so he began his own little indiana jones style excavation Mm -hmm. archaeological Uh dig of the site Um, neo meaning new and lithic meaning stone new stones yep um, Real Indiana da, Jones da, da, fans da. will get that reference. Isn't that from the beginning of the movie? Da, 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 yes, da, it is. Da. Did it. You did it. I did it. I've seen da, da, da. the movie once. Um, so anyway. It's got to let her finish. So he spent the next 18 years doing his own little personal excavation of the site after finding With this little tiny fossil brush i'm imagining brush, brush, brush. like a little paintbrush and a little scraper and him like, just I, by himself mm-hmm. i imagine him in an indiana jones hat and a kilt yes just with his little paintbrush yeah and then he's got his whip tied around his schnutsack sure yeah, yeah. absolutely that's how i would do it he comes from vikings i'm sure yeah yes so anyway after discovering known for their whip schnutz <laughs> Yes, known for nut swippage. Yes. Yeah. So after discovering four houses uh, in the 18 years, he was just like, eh, fuck it, good enough. And he just stopped. He just okay. knocked no. it off. He was like, I'm done. All right. This He's was probably fun. an old ass man. Hurts his knees. Yeah, yeah, good point. His Hurts back. Hurts his orc knees. His orc knees are very sore. <laughs> at, a cer- at a certain point, I think you kind of go, these are just old houses. I don't give a shit. And you just move on. Yeah, so he just like. I can't live in this house. Fuck it. Yeah, this is not a house for I me. Can't- I can't live in this house. I can't fuck this house. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I could try to fuck this I house. Can't, I can't put my schnutz in this house. But I don't speak I try, old Norse. You know what? I skated all over this fucking house. Do you know how much lichen I grew? None. None. <laughs> These gardens my are dick, not My dick is shooting dust. There's no lichen. <laughs> Jesus zero Christ. Sig- zero Neolithic. significance to these ruins. Yeah. These are not significant. <laughs> so he abandoned the site and... From 1868 till 1913, the land was just completely untouched. Um, just hang out. Yeah, it sat untouched until 1913. I mean, it sat there for a long ass time before he found it, so I'm sure it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that is, it was fine until 1913 when a group of people just showed up in the middle of the night, stole everything they could. Mm. So they just oh, went God. through all of the archaeological stuff. They just stole it. <laughs> they, they just pulled all the copper piping out of the walls. They did. They pulled all the <laughs> copper piping out and they stole the, you know, your wheels off your car and they just like have it jacked up. Yeah. yeah, left, yeah, yeah. left it on cinder blocks. Yep. That's all they did. Um, so after, so 
everything was pretty much taken out of the the ruins in 1913 and then they were just like the scottish people were like ah well that sucks moving on and it sat untouched again until another large storm destroyed parts of the site i think a couple houses were ruined in the next new storm and then finally the scottish government was like you know something maybe we should do something about this house because it's kind of a cool thing this is a cool house Maybe it's we should try to preserve house. it. Maybe we should try to preserve it. Sure. So, and stop letting people jizz on it and steal from it. Mm-hmm. Right. So they uh, got a guy from the University of Scotland. Or uh, no, a guy. And he went and secured the site. And then he kind of. I'm going to secure the site. So you can visit it today. Uh, it's it's up. Cool. It's got racks. We like racks. I like racks. Um, I like so, rocks so much I jizz on them for liking. Yeah. Over the years, I like uh, some of the artifacts. <laughs> oh, get out. Get out. Wow. No. No. Wow. Veto. Get out. Get. You were. He's so self satisfied. Tell your story, asshole. So, anyway, over the years, some of the artifacts found on the site include animal bones, Ooh. knives, ancient rope. Wait, wait, knives and animal bones. So it was like a chicken fight club. It was, yes. Chicken, like a dagger, a rapier, and just set them to fight. It was a chicken (laughs) boar fight club. A chicken dagger. Yeah, it was a a dagger in the shape of a chicken. They held it in their quokas and they fought. (laughs) They just walked into each other. They don't have chicken hands. What are they just random? Chickens are putting knives in their sex holes and trying to stab each other. How else are they going to hold the knife? Chicken fight club. I figured this out. You did. That's yep. the first thing about Chicken Fight Club. That's is the original cockfighting. Original cockfighting. If it's your first night oh, of Chicken shit. Fight Club. Original cockfighting. That's the ah! one. So, uh, in addition to finding the knives, the rope, and what Wikipedia refers to as enigmatic carved stone balls. Okay. Yep. All right. Enigmatic. So, car- okay. That is definitely. Mr. fucking. Someone is fucking with those, and it started a game of Jumanji, and this is why we're having 2020. Yes. Probably. Uh, so the uh, enigmatic carved stone balls are usually round, seven centimeters across. And oh, decorated- most, most, most balls are pretty round. Yeah. No, uh, these balls are exceptionally round. Exceptionally uh, Seven round. meters-ish across and decorated with between three and 116 port- protruding knobs on the surface. Knobby balls. Oh, they're knobby balls. They're knobby balls. They are knobby mm. balls. Um, some of the, or, uh, what the, oh God, hypothesis words, there got you it, go, got of it. what they were used for, um, is some people think that they may have been used as an oracle. Sure. Oh, okay. roll the ball and the ball Ask predict the knobby the balls for the so, answer. Ask the knobby so balls. they're not anal beads. They're not, they're a little too big to go up your ass. Well, they're we ripped don't know. for my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Were they different sizes? Were they, were they getting progressively larger? Yeah. Some of them have a lot more It's knobs. like gauging, but for your butthole. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's like butt gauging. Mm-hmm. Well, they learned about that when you take classes in Tushy Law. Yep. Oh, see, I skipped out on Tushy Study Law. It. Look it up. Um, some people thought that they were used to, like, work the hides of animals to make leather and other clothing. Sure. Or some people thought it was, like, a speaking ball. So, like, during group time where you pass the ball, and if you have the ball, you can talk. Oh, it's a talking <laughs> stick? It's yeah. a talking stick, but it's a talking ball. So some people think it may have been that. Hold the special knobby ball in your hands. You're allowed to speak. Sweet. Oh, because they're all just yelling at each other. Yeah, up until, yeah. yeah. 
Now, up until this point, it had just been Scottish people screaming at each other in ancient tongues. Yeah, and no, old I horse. will be hard. No, I will be hard. Nobody no, will I'm be hard. I'm gonna shout louder than you. I've got but the anal. Very loud. I'll be hard. All right, but I've got, got the anal balls. So what is McDougal, get the talky lumpy ball. My name is Mick McDougal, you Mick. know that. <laughs> so what does this have to do with Skyle House? Nothing. Oh. But it's pretty cool. Okay, great. Um, I just thought it was fun. So anyway, back to Skyle House. Today it's considered the, quote, most complete 17th century country mansion in Orkney. Sweet. That feels like such a conditional. Oh, the yeah. most complete 17th Manor century in Orkneys. In Orkney. All right. Yep. The uh, country, uh, sorry, the... Uh, County? The, the courtyard. Wow. I stared wow, at that word for a hot minute. That is very different word. The a courtyard survives, as does the stable yard, brew house, and harness room. Nice. Nice. Uh, they also have a dove house, which is called a dove cot. Okay. Didn't oh, know that. Dove kit. Dove kit. Dove, C-O-T-E. Dove kit. Dove coat. Dove, dove coat. It's a coat for doves. Yeah. It's they go in when they get a little doves. chilly. Yeah. The dove gets chilly, but I mean, you can take Yep. That's the one. And they wear dove shorts in the summer. So the south end of the property is built on an old pre-Viking burial ground. Um, over the years, each laird has added his own little something something to the property. Mm-hmm. And the last like an apiary. Yeah. Apes. Sure. Yeah. A, yeah. A whole menagerie. Yep. Of incredible primates. They got, some, they got lions. We're going back to that. Mm-hmm. They got tigers. They got bears. Oh, my. They got, mm-hmm. they got unicorns. All, yeah. National Just animal make sure that if you kill that grizzly bear that you call in to the To state. the American government. Yep. Yes. Yeah, you and taste it. See if it tastes like spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> kill the Scottish grizzly bears. Find out what it tastes like. Only then do you call the American then, government. Well, here's the thing: if you kill the grizzly bear, eat it first. You have five days to report it. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, and how then it, report back about its about its spaghettiosity to us. Booze and Bruce Podcast at gmail.com. Did you know that spaghettify is a actual physics term for when something gets long and stringy? I did space. not know that. It's like something gets spaghettified. It's That's literally like awesome. a science term. I'd love to know who coined that. That's great. That's pretty awesome. I, I was nerd. like, there's no way that's... I was watching a science show and I was like, there's no way that's a real term. Google? Like, no, spaghettify is a thing. It's legit. I'm going to be spaghettified. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last layer to live in the house was Henry Scarth, who occupied the home during World War One. Okay. Henry the Scarf ran yep. away during mm-hmm. World War One. Yep. Sure. The current laird, Malcolm McRae. Mick McRae, mm-hmm. please. Mick McRae. Mick McRae uh, inherited the estate in 1991. He spent the next six years restoring the home, not to its 17th or 18th century glory, but rather to the 1950s when the house was at its tip top. Hell He's yeah. He's a big fan of Mad Men. Loves Mad Men. Loves Fucking weird pink furniture. Pink oh my furniture. God. Don Draper, shag carpeting, conversation uh-huh. pitch. He just converted, He's about it. Just converted into a Johnny Rockets. Yes, exactly. It's a Mel's Diner now. It is a Mel's Diner. You can drive in. There's a jukebox in every corner. Wait, there's a jukebox in every corner. Everything smells like cigarettes and polio. Ah! Mostly polio. Mostly polio. Um, But yes, so they spent six years and in 1997 opened it to the public. And you can go to this day. Um, and it's a Johnny Rocket. And it's a, yeah, you can mm-hmm. go get a delicious old school 1950s style hamburger. Yeah, the waitress brings you your burger on roller skates. Mm-hmm. Super catchy. Ugh, I want a hamburger now. <laughs> so in addition to the weird pink furniture and the Johnny Rockets and the waitresses that bring it to you on roller skates, um, inside the house they will they do have relics from the Neolithic and Iron Ages. So they did 
actually oh, pull have- from the land around the property being mm-hmm. like this is how old it is through the museum while it does have weird shag carpeting look at this old old shit Sweet. so they're like hey it's a 1950s also conversation ball yeah, yeah. also here's a weird ball if you would like to ask us a question about these iron age artifacts please take the talking ball yes, but don't yeah. ask us any other questions otherwise by the way remind me at the end of your story to tell you about our ghost ball that we found in our new apartment oh my god i'm Sweet. excited um so in addition to that they have captain cook's dinner service hell yeah Captain Cook's dinner service. That is apparently. Is that like a Long John Silver's in in? I think that's the waitress that brings you your burger on roller skates. (laughs) She serves it to you on Captain Cook's dinnerware. Um, and I lost my place, and that Bishop's bed. So the original guy who built the house in 1620, they kept his bed, and they left it in the house. I'm sure it's tiny and so gross. It's it's. Oh yeah. yeah. It has to be nasty. Loaded Um, with lichen. But what's not full of lichen. <laughs> but what's not on display are the fifteen skelly mans that were discovered during the renovation. Shit, yeah. Oh shit! Wait, in the house, these skeletons were found uh, south of the south wing, under the gravel in front of the east porch, and under the flagstone in the main hallway of the house itself. Okay, I thought you were going to be like they were all walled up in one room, and no. I was going to be like, what the shit? They were kind of everywhere. They were actually so like manning a- the wet bar. <laughs> It yes. was like a graveyard that they built over. Exactly. Kind so of. Okay, okay. They, they were employed at the Johnny Rockets. They yeah. dug up the... So when they dug up the Skelly Mans, they had people come in and they carbon dated the skeletons and found out that they are pre-Viking era skeletons. Oh, these so old-ass skeletons. These are like... So they're from the old-ass buildings that yes, they found. Yes, so they're sure. from the Scabre. So I wouldn't be surprised if these people lived in those towns and then they died and buried around. Cool. Um, these skeletons are not on display, however, because the owners put them back where they found them. Probably oh. for the best. Yes. So when you okay. go visit today, you will be walking on dead old Viking Scottish people. Mm. Did they like put up a in remembrance kind of a nope. tombstone? In remembrance they just of skeleton went, one, skeleton two, and skeleton three. They went, oops, <laughs> Just doodle. like, hey, underneath here is some old ass skeletons. No. No, please don't double park your minivan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they, they did not. But it's fine because none of the ghosts that are at this house are pre-Viking era skeletons. I mean, not anymore anyway. (laughs) Okay, so they're okay with it. Yeah, they're fine. They were just, they did an oopsie. They're fine. They're like, hey man, I've been dead for 5,000 years. This is pretty rad. It's cool. Whatever, man. Yeah, I'm still dead as long as you don't fuck with my my new house, my new underground house. Um, So yes, sure. I'm sure you're all shocked to find out that this house is haunted. Yeah, it seems like it's a place that has a lot of dead Um, things around it. Also, that never happens on this show. No, never. No. So this house has two main ghosts. Um, One is a woman wearing wearing a shawl. Uh, A beshawled woman. A beshawled woman. No one knows who she is or where she came from. I'm guessing she died in the house or around there. She's a mystery woman. Mystery woman. So she was seen one morning by the cleaners because you can rent this hall out. So no one lives in it, but you can rent it out kind of hotel-ish or you can rent it out for weddings and banquets and blah, blah, blah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So to my last Scottish castle, not this week, but last week you could do that. Yeah. So you can Airbnb this place. And so the cleaners were there and they looked up and they saw a woman wearing a shawl in Mm -hmm. one of the windows. this poor chick from Molly Maid is like, what the fuck is that? So she looks yeah. up and they go, they kind of turn to each other. There was a group of cleaners and they went, oh, I guess 
somebody they haven't checked out yet will clean that room last. So they go through and they clean, but they actually don't get around to that room. The owners of the building were like, why didn't you clean this room? They find, oh, because the people haven't checked out. They're like, no, 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 no one's been in that room all day. No one's been in the room for 75 years. No, for 5,000 years. Yeah. Pre-Vikings war shawls. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, It's windy on a boat. Yes, you need to keep mm-hmm. your hair in. You Plus, know. your hair. You just got your hair. It's the fifties. You just got your hair did. Yeah, you protect it. You have to keep it as as tight and curly as possible. Yeah. Um. The other ghost occupying the house is believed to be a man named Ubi. 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 U b b y. Yeah. U b forty. U b U b forty. Red, red, red. So, Ubi, or Ubi, or Ubi. I am a ghost. Was a man who many, many years ago. I am a man. Oh, stop. (laughs) So, he was a man who many, many years ago decided to build himself his own little Ubi island in the middle of Skyle Lock. Oh. By what he did was he would row out to the middle of the lake and And just just dump his garbage? No, dump rocks in the water. Oh my god, he built a fucking island? He did. This guy bangs. This guy so bangs out of control. He just I kept dropping this. rocks and he died on that island. After he made it, he's like, this is my island. And then So he, every day he rows out to this little spot in the lock and dumps a bucket island. of rocks and he's like, that's a, f- and that's where he died. Rubble built, that's a rubble built island for sure. This One is a man, day I'll yes. be able to live in the my middle of my island. favorite loch. Yes. On top of an island I built. Yes. Oh, my God. And he did. Of my own two hands. Yes. That's the American dream right there. The Only it was in Scotland. Dream. Apparently, yeah. it's times. a Scottish dream. So, so Ubi. Hey, if you're a Scottish listener, do you want to die on an island in the middle of a, of a lock? Let that, us know. That you built yourself. That you built yourself. That's such a... The building it yourself is the coolest part of it all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you can still see it today. So if you kind of look out, you can still see the little rock mound where he kept dropping Also, the, the like, stick-to-itiveness of, like, how long did that take you? It had to have taken years. Oh, yeah. And he was just every like, Every no. day. Every day. Rows out, drops rocks, comes It's like back. those people who, like, spoon their way out of prison. Like, yeah. that's commitment. Shawshank yeah. Redemption, man. Just real. Like, I just, I don't have that in me. I like naps. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't need an island. I'm fine with an apartment. I would love an island. I just, I would, look, 17, 18 times, and then I'd be like, eh. It's kind of repetitive. It's like mining I, for, uh, you know, uh, loot mining in a video game. Yeah. So anyway, he died on a self-made kingdom, but he is not content on the island, so he hangs out on land. Uh, several visitors and staff have reported seeing a reflection of a man in the gift shop, but when they go inside to investigate, no one was there. Uh, the figure is described as a tall man with dark hair, thinning at the top okay um okay. V- sounds very obi like to me sure um obi is also a fan of guns oh loves guns. all right obi yeah i feel like a man who builds his own island in the middle of a lock would be into guns yeah you kind of be like i'm gonna this is my land my gun it feels it feels like he built an island and his next step was to build a survivalist shelter on that with some sort of like stockpiles of canned goods. Maybe and he was a survivalist, like early yeah. whatever survivalist. He was like, um, when the zombie apocalypse comes, I'll be I'm, ready. I'll be ready for it. <laughs> um, so he, one visitor, whilst in the aptly named gun room that is in the house, had a gun-related question that she claimed was answered by a male employee. Problem with that is there were no dudes working that day. 
Uh oh, man. Oh. Maybe it was the manly woman in the show. Maybe it was. She yeah. just looked very manly. That's what's known as a flintlock. <laughs> That's you can tell because of the locking flint. We don't know. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I gotta go back to my island now. Yep. So other random ghosty stuff that also occurs um, are doors open and close on their own. Spooky. Um, it'll just randomly smell like cigarette smoke in the Gross. building. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, the fifties. It's the fifties. Yeah, so man. everyone's just smoking. Like- it does smell like cigarettes and polio. Oh my god! <laughs> it does. <laughs> Uh, people will hear footsteps when no one is around. Puppos go crazy. They start barking wildly at nothing. In oh, the they don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and guests will feel a sensation of someone sitting on your bed while you're trying to sleep. That sort of thing. Who's really obnoxiously trying to talk to you about guns? About guns. Let me and about my Rock Island. Yeah. And then talking to you about uh, hey there, sweet the, lassie. All What's the your goods? favorite kind of pistol? You won't get back to sleep till you tell me. What's your favorite gun? How many things have you shot? Can I see it? Can I see the gun? Okay, good night. Okay, goodbye. Oh, all right. All right. Good talking to you. Uh, they've re- <laughs> Good talking to you. Good talk. You. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but yes, so they've reopened as of July, but now that the UK is going on lockdown again, they've just reclosed. So, but next time they reopen, go visit, drink their gin, look at their falcons. Owls and hawks, because they have a falconry on top Falcons, of owls, and owls and hawks. Owls and hawks. Oh, my. You, you buried the lead on the falconry there. Yeah, drink gin and go to the, go see birds. I'm pumped to go visit this place. Yeah, I would definitely get gin drunk and then go see a falcon. That feels awesome. That feels very on brand for you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that so, feels like something I would do. Not yeah. in COVID times, but later. Right, right, in right. In the after. In the after. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, that is the story of Skyle House in uh, Old Knees. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Love yeah. It. Oh, sorry. I think my Amazon package is here because the puppo is barking oh, at me. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, He's like, visitor! Somebody come pet me! Uh, but yeah, that's Skyle House, which now brings us to our beer. To our beer. That's a good beer. So, our, so again, this is from Local Brewing Co., which is, do we know where they're from? San Francisco. San Francisco. One, that is um, a great name. Local Bre- Brewing Company. This makes me giggle. I very much yeah. like that. Plaid pajamas, spiced winter warmer, amber lager with nutmeg and allspice. It's the can good. is really cute. It's like a black can with little windows of a cityscape and someone the sitting like just sitting by the fire, holding yeah. a little cup of something warm. Yeah. Holding a beer, as a matter of fact. I think it's this exact beer. I Whoa, think it how is meta. Yeah. Um, it's very good. It's a, I'm a big fan of a winter beer. I like a spicy, this cozy beer. This is not beer. so spice heavy. The spice is I, there, but it's not like in your face. I'll say this. I, I, think, I actually really like the balance of it because it you can still taste the amber. the amber malt and all that. Like that stuff is very, it's, it's good. But you still get the nice pieces, the allspice, the nutmeg. Like you get all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like it more in your face. Face. Yeah, if you want, if you want to get kicked with spices, this is not the beer for you. But yeah, it it yeah. does feel because I feel like most of those really heavily spiced beers are like a stout. Yeah, yes. you know. The fact so to have amber. it be an amber makes the whole thing a little bit lighter, which is actually much nicer because while we have become fall, it's still a thousand degrees outside here yeah. for both of us. Yes, so it actually feels like the kind of beer when you want a fall beer, but it's too hot to drink one of those big heavy really Uh, spicy beers exactly it feels absolutely perfect for this for this moment in time correct for this awful (laughs) awful awful hellscape but 
It's a good beer. Yes, it Excellent smells beer. really good. I, I wish it had a tinge more spice. Yeah. Like I, I, I love a cinnamon uh, nutmeg. I love, I love a pie. Mm-hmm. So I wish it had a little bit more of that. But it is very easy drinking, very yeah. smooth. Yeah, and it's a six point seven percent, which you wouldn't be able to tell just no. by drinking it. It's, it's a, it, it's mm-hmm. packing a punch, but it's very tasty. Yeah. Anyway, no, this is the part really of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a Weird. winner. Hey, guess what I like? What Vikings? Yeah, you do. You know what else I like? Yeah. Vikings. <laughs> Donkey tree murder. Oh. You know yeah. what else I like? Oh. I love the Scottish dream. Oh, you do love the uh, Scottish I was like dream. building your own islands pretty fucking cool. Did I say that I like significant gardens? I like them. Yeah. No. I, I mean, they're significant. How could you not? They're so significant. I like orcs that can bend their knees. Now they can. But if there's one <laughs> thing I love more than anything, it's a man that's horny for witches. And that means... <laughs> that means that Vanessa wins this week. Delicious. Yes! I won this week because of a reference to Mary Queen of Scots' son. Mary Queen, you keep you keep seeing me through, boo. That's you right. Keep seeing me through. Always, <laughs> always dr- dropping the hits and delivering high quality wins for tuna. For tuna. Mary oh, Queen of Scots it. is your patron saint of podcast. She is. I'm fucking killing it with Scottish stories right now. <laughs> I'm just telling nothing but Scottish stories. And next week we're gonna be like haunted cowboys. I'm like a Scottish cowboy. Yeah, Scottish cowboy. <laughs> Make him Scottish. Give him a name. Just put like Mick something in front of it. John. Yeah, he's a Mick Mick something. He's Apparently a Mick McRae. That's very Scottish. That's right. Super <laughs> Scottish. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Come back next week. We don't know what we're doing yet, but there will be booze. And there will be brews. So until then, cheers. Oh God. Jackass. What was that? Can. Glass can. Whap. Whap. Whap.